Hey Zen friends, welcome to Crazy Zen Life. I'm your host, Brittany Swan. And I'm your host, Shannon Kessler. Join us as we navigate life on and off our yoga mats. This is a podcast about mom life, boss life, and body life. Real conversations about self-discovery and the journey of becoming more mindful in this crazy Zen life. All right, social ketchup. It must be Friday. Happy Friday, y'all. Woo woo. We did it. We done got through another week, you guys. Woo. I'm just gonna touch and go. It was tough. it out. That was oh hey. Georgie's joining us in the studio. Hey Georgie. Oh gosh, thin doors. I know, right? <laughs> I, thought I have I three. <laughs> I put a note on the outside because I have visitors in again. And so I put a note on the outside of my bedroom door and it said recording in progress. This door will be locked until I'm finished. I might not open that bitch. That's a good idea. Just like I might go out the back and just get in my van and go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't blame you. I really don't blame you. Peace <laughs> out, bitches. Gotta go. It, no, it's been a good trip. Um, so yeah, we have some people in town and we, today we went on an airboat ride, you know, those big rumors, big fan behind, behind you, you know, it's like you glide on two inches of water, literally two Whoa. inches is all you need. Yeah. That is, those things always amaze me because it looks like a, a tin, an old tin fishing boat with a big ass fan attached to the back. I mean, it kind of and is. Some seats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we had like tiered seats. Um, Wyatt sat next to the captain. I'm going to call him captain. I don't know what his name is. Um, no, his name's Wayne. And he was a Wayne. He was the Florida man. Like, yes. Okay. The, like when you have a Florida man, he's the Florida man. He had like the sunglass marks embedded into the side of his head, flip flop tan lines. Mm-hmm. He had that, that really aggressive, um, thing that ties to your sunglasses. So they don't come off your head, like yep. aggressive. Like it was, I was like, that's not coming off. Um, he knew everything there was to know about all the things. And I was like, okay. Thanks for um, teaching me the things. And the one thing he taught me, which I thought this was really, he taught me a lot of things. But I want to tell you guys one thing. So we're out among the wilderness and there was a lot of um, lily pads and like, you know, lily pads had those little lotus flowers, you know? Mm-hmm. And he said, oh, you know, cause, and they were everywhere. It was really, really, really pretty. I didn't bring my phone because I was like, I'm on a boat. I don't trust it, but I should have brought it. Um, but they were like just beautiful lotus flowers floating everywhere. And he said, he said, he was like, well, you know, the, the lotus flowers open up in the morning they pretty much peak around 10 and then like close up at two. And I was like, fuck, I'm a, I'm a fucking lotus flower. I was like, I peak at 10 and close, close up at two. Like, Aren't we all lotus flowers? You know, in like yoga, you're like lotus growing mug. I'm like, no, we got four good hours. <laughs> Four hours. I've total. never felt so connected to a piece of nature in my life. That's what I said. I was like, That's I got him a lotus flower. <laughs> <laughs> Done it too. Bye. <laughs> I think maybe we've just found our next tattoo, Brit. Like that's it's it. a lotus. That's what we're doing. <laughs> I've never, I mean, I've never felt so basic and yet so seen. <laughs> so high five to all the lotuses out there. Four good hours and then you're done. We see you, respect you, and we also admire your beauty. Yeah. You're doing the things, ladies. You're welcome. I just see some baby alligators. I thought that was like really weirdly cute because, you know, like alligators are like life threatening, but these babies were so cute and they're like swimming around and Captain Wayne would like kind of put a, t- like a cat tail in the, you know, in the, into like the, yeah. And like the, these little baby alligators were like, I mean, they're like a foot long. They're so cute. And they would try to like bite at it. And it was so cute. Cause like once one alligator bites at something, 
it's like sends a signal to all the other alligators in the area and there were a bunch of babies around so all the babies were like what are you biting at i gotta go. <laughs> it's like alligator preschool i know it's like wah, wah, yeah, wah, like wah. those wide eyes the wide eyes are that's what gets you with those baby cat or caterpillar <laughs> baby alligator yeah they're yeah, so cute now, like this is a big ass tail but a little bee body it was like <laughs> it looked <laughs> it looked like a bad kindergarten drawing it was it was great it was it was a lot of fun highly recommend it captain wayne did his job but yeah but we do have a great lineup. Sorry, I'm not going to talk about Lotus and Baby. <laughs> no, I'm here for it, man. I'm like, this is exciting. Lotus and Baby <laughs> Alligators. Give me more. <laughs> yes. Fun tips. Fun facts. Um, so we're going to come in hot. Lots of things happened this week. A lot. Yes. Actually, more happened this week because um, we like to, to put our outlines together like on Tuesday and Wednesday so that we have time to kind of research things and look at things and, you know, mull things over. And as luck would have it, like we always have some things that we put on the list and then we always pray that like the universe will give us something to add to the list on Wednesdays so that when we record on Thursdays, we've got, you know, more fun things to talk about. Yeah. And, you know, more things have popped up after we made the outline and decided what we're going to talk about today. So we're not going to get be able to touch on all the hot points going on um, in the headlines today, but we are going to get at the ones that we can't stop talking about. So um, ones that we Yes. We Can't stop talking about. <laughs> if we went back and we uh, we showed like the the text messages that we've been having over the past couple of days, uh, this is exactly what you're going to see. So it's like, yes. oh my god, did you see this? Did you hear about this? Blah, blah, blah. So lots of yeah. fun things. Marco's and- pretty much sum it up. Exactly. So, let's start it off like real hot. Britney Spears is engaged, and we called it last week. Remember? We did. We, we said did. that we Sam did. was out hunting for rings, and damn if he didn't deliver. He did. Um, indicated. <laughs> yes. I know, right? It's like, we did we help Brittany? I think we might have helped our girl. It's so exciting when this happened. Uh, so if you if you haven't heard, uh, Britney Spears is engaged and she's got a beautiful four carat diamond ring that Sam has worked with a jeweler um, to uh, and a designer to create the perfect ring for Brittany. And I was reading a little bit about, about this because on her Instagram, people were kind of giving her a little bit of shit because they were like, oh, you know, they tagged the uh, the wedding ring and then there's like a whole post like, oh, we were so excited to work with Brittany and Sam to get Brittany like the perfect ring and like the ring company made this post. So people were speculating like, is this real? Are they just like, is this like a sponsored post? Did they give them a free ring? Yeah, I so I dove in a little bit because this is an interesting connection that this ring has to my hometown. So um, one of the creative designers for the ring company is actually from Raleigh, North Carolina, and I grew up in Durham. So naturally, I was like, let me click on this article real quick. Um, and th- to say that the the ring was actually, I think, designed in New York, but Sam had met with a bunch of different designers from different companies, and he vibed most with the guy from the company that he actually picked. So uh, there were a lot of people vying to make this ring for Brittany. Um, but this company, like Sam was like, no, I really like, I liked him. We had a good time. You know, he takes me seriously. He really listened to what I wanted to do. And he, he was willing to work with me. So I was like, yeah. you know what? good job, Sam. I appreciate that about you. I think that's, uh, that really kind of shows you that I'm sure like anybody would want to make Britney Spears's engagement ring. Cause obviously it's going to be the most sought after, you know, pictures and, news story that anybody could get publicity from. So I'm sure that they had a bunch of people knocking on their door like, hey, we can make it happen. So good for Sam for trusting his gut and going with somebody that makes him feel good. I love it. I thought it was great that she she looks she does seem really, really, really happy. Um I know that some people question 
how genuine he is, I, you know, that's not for me to do. You know, I think that he's, I think that he's legit. I don't think he would sign up for this shit show. There ain't no amount of money like that would keep him in this shit show. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And there were, there were some comments when she posted her picture about like, oh, I hope Brittany, I hope you make him sign a prenup. And one of my favorite celebs, um, um, Octavia, Octavia Spencer, Spencer. Uh, made a comment on her on Britney's social that was like make him sign up bring up and Sam's response back to this I'm going to read this you guys because it, it made me laugh out loud it was great um, and Sam didn't disagree he responded to the comments with thank you to everyone who's concerned about the prenup of course we're getting an iron clad prenup to protect my jeep and my shoe collection in case in case she dumps me one day <laughs> with right. And I fell out when I read that because I was like, you know what? Samson on the joke, you know, like he gets it. He's not stupid. Um, but I appreciate the fact that, you know, he kind of can take these things in stride. But then Octavia Spencer did come back um, with a comment that was she apologized um, publicly to Brittany and to Sam. And she also made a private apology to the two of them. And she's like, you know, I made these in jest, but it, you know, definitely didn't want to take away from their celebration and from their happy times. And by no means am I trying to diminish this relationship. You know, I've just, you know, was kind of hoping to make a funny joke about it. And you're right. It wasn't funny. I've reached out to the couple in private and, you know, everything is fine. So I thought that was, you know, again, I feel like that's definitely on brand for her to reach out and be like, oh, I did not want to offend anyone or, you know, I'm so sorry that definitely didn't go in that direction, but you know, hats off to her for quote unquote, writing the wrong that she, you know, that she did. You know, it's a tricky time. Sometimes when you're in the public eye and you see a time to make a joke. And I think that in person, like in her everyday life, she is a funny person. She's probably pretty quick witted. So I do see where she was coming from. And in, in Hollywood, like it, it's common to have a prenup, honestly, like they should have a prenup. I don't know. It, but if she doesn't want to have one, fine. I don't know. I think right now she's like, stop telling me what to do. (laughs) Everyone stop telling me what to do. I'm, you know, like, let me try to figure this out on my own because she's never had that right. So I do think so. In the end, Sam did come back to to Octavia after her apology. says, you are very kind to clarify, but we have no hard feelings whatsoever. Jokes and misconceptions come with this territory. I I love it. That's great. I thought that was very sweet, even though he was, he was like, you know, girl, we good. We good. But I am very happy for him. I hope things go well. It looks like she's in a good place. Um, she's still twirling. She's still wearing bathing suits. She she's- is. But her her Instagram actually um, got deactivated um, within a day of her making this news. And people were freaking out. They're like, oh, my God, is this really happening? Is she OK? Like, is somebody need to check on her? Like, is what's going on? There's, you know, all this stuff is happening. And then she actually makes a comment saying like, guys, it was me. I deactivated my account. I wanted to take some time offline to celebrate my engagement. So, you know, thanks for your concern, but everything's good. So, you know, listen, I think she's just showing that she's like, no, listen, I got, I got it. I'm good. You guys, you don't have to freak out. I'm allowed to be a human being. I know that she's never been like, you know, she's never really had the opportunity to be like a real human <laughs> like she's just but also always- like we need her to Keep ease programmed. us into this new life because it's like we and I say we yeah. uh, team Brittany but it's like the public has been pushing for this for so long and say like Absolutely. oh you know here we got you we got you and so like now when you're like no we're good we're like no you need us because didn't we just prove that you need us because this is why you're here so she's gonna have to ease out and 
give us a little bit of breadcrumbs yeah. so we have something to nibble on while we're <laughs> like weaning off the Britney teat. Yeah, she needs to stroke us a little bit. You know, just be like, yeah. guys, I got you. It's okay. I'm still here. This. Okay. Yeah. I mean, what can we do? We've been, we've been so connected for so long. Yeah. <laughs> bread. It was, it was great. I, I need to replay that. That was great. Yeah, that was great. That was a sandwich. I need to watch great content. ever having a bad day. You need to go to her IG when it's reactivated and, uh, and check out the sandwich making video. It'll make awesome. you giggle. Maybe we should just make like a Britney highlight in our, in our, uh, on our Instagram and just, you go and press play when you need a little, we need a little just hit. Google. Just like Uh, and something that wasn't so funny a legend passed norm mcdonald passed away this week at the age of 61 um after having a long stint battle with uh cancer yeah he'd been battling cancer for nine years in private that is crazy to me it is crazy that a he didn't want to tell anybody okay cool but that nobody like Nobody wanted to leak that. Nobody. I, I just find that fascinating that there's enough people that he has on his team that were like, we got you. We're not going to let this out. This is uh, this is sec- your secret is safe with us. And nobody in the world will find out because I think it came to a shock to a lot of people um, that he was quietly battling cancer for the extent of time for nine years is a long time to a have a diagnosis with cancer, but b to be fighting it and still be in the public eye. I mean, he didn't look the greatest the last time I saw like a public appearance. And I say public, it was um, on Jerry Seinfeld, um, uh, comedians having coffee, driving in cars with comedians, having coffee, something like that. <laughs> it's, I'm, I know I butchered that, but it's, it's that it's that little show he does with comedians and they go and they drive around in cars and they go get coffee somewhere. And they just talk like one-on-one about like life as a comedian. I, I love that show. The last time I saw Norm MacDonald on that, I, he it just looked really different. And I was like, oh, okay, well, you know, he's just aged. People age. But now looking at it, I rewatched it and I was like, wow, okay, the signals are there, but we just didn't see it. So, um, mm-hmm. but I mean, he just had so many iconic roles um, from the weekend update um, with Norm also- McDonald. I mean, that with was Norm, like yeah. the, the tagline. He was the anchor of that skit on Saturday Night Live forever. And it's funny because the weekend update now, like it doesn't matter who's doing it. I'm always going to think it's the weekend update with Norm McDonald. Like that's just the iconic line that goes with that, with that segment. I agree. And I think that too, like when you look at the Jeopardy um, skits, so that him is Burt Reynolds. I mean, those are like live in your brain. Yeah. Um, even him on um, Happy Gilmore and just uh, some just really great comedies of uh, in the 90s and early 2000s. And I forgot he even had a show, the Norm Macdonald show. It was only on for a couple of years. Um, he was on uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm, The Middle. Great, great comedian. I he's think a he's a comedian. legendary comedian because yeah. he, he had this dry, just stark way of... I wouldn't say stark, but it's just the delivery was just iconic. Absolutely. I mean, he's definitely an icon. Um, and again, like I feel like he he raised us in the Billy Madison franchise of all of those funny movies. And I mean, not Billy, Billy Madison. Madison. That's what it was. Not Happy Gilmore. I think he might have been in Happy it, Gilmore. No, I, but he was in a lot of Adam Sandler movies um, as that. Like you would always recognize him as the extra someplace along the line. Like, I always feel like he's, you know, 
he just always was in in those and he was great. I mean, he was such a great character and such, again, his comedic timing was just sensational. And I think definitely was inspiration for a lot of comedians growing up and looking up to him and how, you know, his delivery and, you know, again, you don't have to be for everybody. And I think he really just skated that line of like, is he funny? And it's like, yeah, he's funny. Like he did and such too, like- a great job of that. You know, he was known for so many things. He probably didn't want to be known as the comedian that had cancer. Which I understand. I mean, again, I, I don't think you have to put all of your business out there. Like, I, I totally get it. I respect your choice and how you did. I just, I, I find it fascinating that you can be a public figure and battle cancer for nine years and nobody knew. You know, but I think comedians are like that. Like, if I were going to guess about a, a an art in the arts, I feel like if the comedians would be like, nah, man, we can't say anything. Yeah, it ain't funny. <laughs> well, no, I think like, well, a lot of comedians are, I mean, are dark humans. I mean, they come like their comedy comes from like a really dark place because there's that's how they process like dark emotions and anger and depression and anxiety. I mean, there's I don't know many comedians that are happy go lucky people like <laughs> they all got no. a bunch of shit going on. You're like, damn. Yeah, it's dark. Yeah, dark, dark comes funny. And because it's situational, like life is dark. So you're like, let's laugh about it a little. Yeah. It's self-deprecating. I find it funny too. Like it's such a huge part of your life too. If you do have a, um, a disease like that. I mean, I would be telling everyone I tell the bagger at Publix, like, this is what's going on. You know, like what you, what's going on. I, I would just, I would just be word vomit a hundred percent of the time, but that wasn't him. And I get it, but yep. it's just teach though. Yeah, I know. Saying? Another. I would wear a pin. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that I wear a pin. Be like, I have cancer. Ask me about it. Like, well, I think at some point I'd be like, I don't want to talk about it. Little balloon. Leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but another beloved person uh, passed away in Hollywood this year, uh, or this year, gosh, this week. Um, Willard Scott. He was a fixture on the Today Show. He's such a lovely human being, and I, I mean. We watched a um, a clip on him, I think last week, and just like him taking Al Roker under his wing. Like, you guys, we wouldn't have Al Roker without Willard Scott. Like that's such a, you know, who would be be getting our weather from on the Today Show? I mean, I love Dylan, but you know, Roker's Roker, and I love him so much. And he did so much for Katie Couric and getting her in the business. And he was just like that father figure for so many people. Um, and listen, I can't look at a Smucker's jar without thinking of people who turn a hundred years old. Tell me, tell me you can't look at Smucker's and be like, damn. Honestly, I want Smucker's to run a campaign where they are just putting the faces of hundred year olds on their bottles. Can we do that? Can you get one for your parents? I bet they do. I wonder if you can get that as like a gift. But didn't he have dementia too? Is that what he, is that why he stepped down? You know, I'm not sure. I think, um, in all honesty, I think he he had old age and he was just ready to retire. I think he was ready to go, but I don't know. He got he got funny later on, though. You gotta admit, like yes, the, right before he stepped down, I, I it was almost comedic. His like, tangents oh. <laughs> were long, drawn out, and you were like, "Well, Willard." I mean, it was That's legit it. like having a conversation with a grandfather. You're like, you don't know where it's gonna go, but you're 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 along for the ride. <laughs> He was, and he'd be like, I mean, the, because like the little tag notes they have with the people that turn a hundred, you know, like 
Betty's Susie, she, she likes, likes to, to play. She likes to play canasta. Okay, that's an example. And then he'd be like, "I love canasta. Yeah, I haven't played much. I love to play with Betty though. Because my cat really eats good. my marbles, and I get to like Betty need a partner. And it's like wrap it up. And then they party moved on to Sue and other people. <laughs> they're always going. They're like, and, and he's still finishing. Yeah. And and like, there's no pictures on the yeah. screen. He's still. <laughs> he's great. It was great. Something well, to live for. It really was. Just Does Al Roker do that now? No, they. I don't know that they do it. In all honesty, they should. I think they should too. They should always. A hundred years. That is something to celebrate. That is a celebration. I really don't know. I mean, I don't watch the Today Show much um, past uh, the first hour these days. But I don't know if they continue that tradition or not. That's we're gonna. That's a good Google. We're gonna figure that out. Um, they do not do. I just did, and um, okay. also. Uh, he just died of old age. You're right. Okay. There was just natural causes. Just it's just, his time to go. It's his time to go to 87. Frankly, I thought he was 87 40 years ago. So same, same. Like, uh, wow. you know, I think maybe this it's is like a, a, you know, one of those like, is it a gift or a curse? We don't know. But like the fact that you've looked 87 for 40 years, but you never aged, you stayed at that one age, but it was just an, you know, an elderly age. Yeah. Yeah, that's I've known people like that. Like, mm-hmm. it's like you don't you don't look bad. You don't look bad. You, you just look like that, but you just look like that forever, right? And I think when you have like no hair, too, I think you can just look the part. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. I think you that can't just... tell if you're graying. Exactly. Your head doesn't really wrinkle like when you no. look, it's no. just your face, but your head doesn't. But he's he he was funny, he was and funny. it was iconic. So I'm, I'm I am kind of. I was a little reclined. I was like, oh, but I know. I think he, he made a ton of people happy. Um, made me smile, made other people smile. Betty playing canasta smile. It was great. So it was great. It was a good time. RIP. You, you know you. what else made me smile, Brittany? What? The the return of the Met Gala and the memes that followed. That made me smile this it week. Oh so god. It was it was so good. So, so I didn't even know like I've known about the Met Gala for like the last 10 years or so. I don't know, however long it's been going on. And I never knew the purpose of it. I didn't know that it was just to fund the costume department at the Met. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Because (laughs) it's a celebration of fashion. So it's celebrating, um, you know, creators, costume designers, fashions. Yes. and, And along the ages. And every year the Met throws out, not throws out, creates a theme. And this year's theme was, um, in America, a lexicon of fashion. And if you were like, well, what the fuck is a lexicon? I didn't know what that was either. So I had to Google it. And according to the Googles, it says that um, a lexicon is the vocabulary, language, or branch of knowledge. Huh. Okay. Well, that makes a lot of sense. Because if you're thinking, okay, in America, a lexicon of fashion. So you could really interpret that however you wanted. I mean, it's like, okay, can we use vocabulary language or a right branch of knowledge about this topic to create my vision for this costume? And people really took that and ran with it in like 17,000 different directions, which again is a very American thing to do. Like we are one place, but like not everybody's on the same page. Eh, no. Why would our fashion be either? So I applauded it. There were lots of hits, lots mm-hmm. of misses. 
And Brittany, let's start off. What what were you seeing on that red carpet that you're like, everybody got this memo. This is how they executed it. Well, I can't start this off without saying what the fuck to Kim Kardashian. Like, I just don't get it. Balenciaga, I get it. Like, you know, you, you're a total fangirl over this. And she's been wanting to be invited to these big name shows for ages, um, especially Balenciaga. I think she got shut out. I heard this on another podcast that she got shut out a long time ago. But I just don't understand the full coverage from head to toe. I don't know. I just felt like it was very forced and it's almost like you want to get made fun of. I, I don't know. It's okay. Like, here's you- my, here's my take on how this is because the full black has a lot of interpretations behind it. I think the biggest one is because she was promoting Kanye's Donda album and Uh-oh. everything is black on that. So like Kanye is only following people that have black dots on their social media. So like, What's it's like, if you, if you know, you know, kind of thing. So I think that that had a lot to do with it because Kanye wasn't there. Now she showed up with a person who people thought could be Kanye, but then we find out that it's not, it was the creative director for Balenciaga that was also in head to toe black. Now, I did hear this had the body structure of, Oh, for sure. They nailed it. I was like, is it, could it be? I don't know. So like, that's kind of like them creating this moment. Like it did exactly what they wanted to do, which is have everybody talk about it. Now, what I thought was really interesting about this is how iconic do you have to be as a human being to be fully covered from head to toe and people still know that's you like you knew when she walked out, you were like, oh, that's Kim Kardashian. Her her silhouette from her hair to her walk. I mean, every, I was like, that's probably the most badass thing I've ever seen. Not the actual, like, you know, being like blacked out, but I'm like the fact that you know who she is without a peak of her skin being out there. And you're like, oh, that's yeah, amazing. it was kind of, I mean, that is it, kind of a cool point. Also, the, she didn't have to pose really. She didn't have it. to pose. I mean, she, again, she, she could have worn no makeup underneath that and nobody would have known, which probably would not be a very Kim K thing to do. But I did like the more I was hearing about this, I was like, okay, could it be a stretch? I mean, is it just for shock value? No, I don't think it's just for shock value because nothing they do has just literal interpretation, right? So like everything has something, you know, behind it. And a lot of people, when they think of like, black well does black really have a color because really it's just a reflection of like what you see versus how your eyes bend light so like the black really isn't a color per se it's more of like a suggestion so there were you know people speculating like you know the deeper meaning of what is it is that you're seeing versus what are you trying to see versus what do you want to see like there were just so many snowball things that were coming out of this that I was like interesting um I don't know that she's come out yet to say like the the point behind it but I do find it I thought it was, again, not, it wasn't my favorite look of the night, but I think the, the iconicness behind it is something to be noted and celebrated. I think that because the release of when Kanye released his album, it's a great album. I have listened to a lot of it, um, but the way he did it, it was so controversial and it kind of fell flat um, because of who he invited. I think we talked about it a couple of uh, social, uh, social catch-ups ago. I think that this was almost like, let's just put it back out there. And I think T- Kim, once again, was kind of taking one for the team and um, and kind of showing up for him. That's what I think. And she's really, she's been wanting to be like that more artistic person and in the lines of 
in the limelight and seen more as an artist instead of a public figure. And I think this was one of hers. Like she's also thrown that up there. She's like, I am more artistic. I do feel like I'm, I'm a part of this artistic community and, um, and I don't have to show my face to prove it. I agree. And I think that again, everything that they do is a hundred percent calculated. So, you know, I think in time she'll come out and say why she chose this look, but you know, I think, uh, love it or hate it. It did exactly what she wanted it to do, which is to talk about it. So I know I talked about it. I know, but it was really funny to see her uh, picture next to her sister, Kendall. (laughs) Yes. Who, by the way, I thought that dress was stunning. I thought she looked absolutely, you know, so beautiful in it. And that was, um, Let's see. She was in Givenchy and that was inspired by Audrey Hepburn's character um, in My Fair Lady. So if you've seen any of those pictures of that dress and then Kendall's dress side by side, you can see where that like inspiration inspiration. comes from. Um, I thought it was a beautiful look. I loved all the sheer like mesh dresses like Lenny or Lenny Kravitz, um, Zoe Kravitz. She was in St. Laurent and I thought that was gorgeous. I do have questions about that though. One, I would like to know from all the people who were in sheer gowns, because we saw a lot of them, um, mm-hmm. why sheer, like, where was your interpretation of America in the sheer gown? I, I agree. I well, in the Audrey Hepburn one, we, we you know, that's like that I get, but movie, like but... for, you know, for Zoe Kravitz, it's like, I mean, everything down to like a crystal thong. A, you know that fucking hurt. Like they ain't nobody putting jewels on their crack and you're like, well, that's, that feels nice. Like There's no amount of champagne that's going to make that feel good. No, when she dipped out with her, with her new boo, she was like, I got to go. And you know, that dress is coming off. Like she was like, like in I can't good in bad anymore. way. It was coming off. Like get me out of this. She's like, get it totally. out, get it out. I mean, the she looked alone, fire though. She looked amazing. I mean, absolutely drop dead gorgeous. When she got out of that limo, I was like, <gasps> the breath has left my body. I mean, absolutely stunning. Um, I did love, um, Olivia Rodrigo, she was in St. Laurent as well. And uh, it was that feathered, um, feather up top, but it was like lacy, spandexy, like all the way down. Again, don't know where that came from with uh, with the America theme. Maybe like an mm-hmm. ode to like punk rock because it's kind of punkish, but like. Um, but then tell us like, you know, was it an inspo to um, Blondie or something? I don't know. Like, or, you know, know, an inspo from David Bowie. I I think that, you know, if you're given an interview or someone needs to put out something like where the inspiration comes, because you, if it is an artistic and expression, I don't know, sometimes it's beneficial, but like, Oh, okay. I see where you're going with it. Like, okay. I get that. I mean, in some, like, again, some nods are subtle, some nods are not. So like, I get it. I mean, I loved uh, Serena Williams. She had this gorgeous, like, Gucci cape with all these feathers and it was an ombre. And for me, the only time a feathered look has gone wrong, in my opinion, was when Bjork wore the swan that one year to the Grammys. I was like, that was not the best use of feathers, but okay. Other than that, I think feathers just enhance Lots yeah, and their texture, their eye catching. They photograph incredibly well. Like I, I love all the movement. I think it's great. Um, I didn't little- really understand Simone Biles' uh, dress. I didn't. It wasn't my favorite, but I loved the way you could tell she felt in it and yes, felt yeah. in that moment. So that's what I was here for. I did, just didn't. I didn't resonate with the dress. I didn't really understand again, like where it was the theme and everything. And um, yeah, so that was kind of like. Meh, meh. Yeah, I agree. I think it was, it was interesting. Um, again, she looked absolutely radiant and she did carried herself like a 
true iconic professional that she is. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a good look. I, I, a good look for her in that moment. I knew, but I just didn't, I felt that there were other outfits that I was, yeah. I was, how did you feel were. about, um, little Nas X? I felt like, and his switch it, change it, rearrange it. Look, it was very on brand for him. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that again, I, I kind of felt like it was a little forced. I felt like he could have done really something beautiful within the LGBTQ, um, community kind of thing, like what Ben Platt did and what Dan Levy did. So of course, those are two, two of my favorite people on television and, um, you know, on screen. And so I'm like, that's kind of hard to measure up to, but that's just my opinion. Um, I did love, he kept people guessing. So mm-hmm. I think that is what the Met Gala is for, but that was just my, my hot take on that. Yeah. I love it. And if you're, I mean, if you kind of remember, I feel like it was like an, uh, a nod to Lady Gaga when she did her, like, you know, three different layers of clothing came off to reveal three different looks. And I love that. And I love that he did the same thing. I just love that. He just is so unapologetically him and in every faucet, like he's, if he's going to do it, he's going to go big and he's just going to make a statement. So like, I do applaud that. I thought the looks were like beautifully crafted. I mean, just the last look was amazing too. I mean, just the craftsmanship alone. I was like, Oh my God. And those gotta be heavy. I mean, there's a lot of jewels and embellishments on those outfits. And I'm like, well, first the bottom layer had the jewels. Mm -hmm. Then the second layer was like almost like armor. Yes. And then the third layer was a long cloak, almost like King George would wear. I mean, so fabric on that one. So it's like, there's a lot going on in that. I'm like, that's good to get that off. He's like, yeah. So moving, moving right along. Um, Mm -hmm. I want to talk about the the people that took the um, the Western theme, and I'm going to call this segment "Wild Wild What." <laughs> Some of these I was like, I don't get it, and I'm going to top it off. And I don't know if this is a hot take or not, but I'm, I'm going to say what I'm going to say. I did not like Jennifer Lopez's look. No, that again, cheap. feathers did not work on that one. They did not work. <laughs> it felt cheap. Um, yes. It felt forced. Uh, I didn't think that she, and, and we had discussed this privately when, when she was coming off, like just the night before in this amazing white gown, where it was like basically paying like an homage to like Ben and her coming out as a couple and like kissing on the red carpet. And they just look fire and they own the red carpet to like this. And I was like, okay. Yeah, like, okay. What, what just happened? Yeah. The necklace. It wasn't even the ostrich feathers. It was the necklace that got me. Yes. That, that that looked like an old Stella and Dot. I was just gonna say the same thing. I'm like, we both had that silver plated necklace. Right, like, it was, right. I was like, did she? She went to the archives. She did. She did. She did. She, she went old ass Stella and Dot and got. And if you guys don't remember Stella and Dot, it's a it's a jewelry company that's like a, a multi level marketing. And um, yeah. And so we both did it, and it was a it was a silver plated necklace. Yeah, I, that definitely gave me Stella and Dot vibes too. I was like. I could do without that. I could. And, and the I hat, just, the hat looked the like, hats. like a yeah. bag costume, Indiana Jones hat. It was just terrible. I, she looked, her body looked great. Like, yeah. uh, I, I try not to talk about people's bodies, but like, I think that she, she felt like she owned the look and I felt like she looked good in her mind, but no, fell flat. I agree. This was just, it wasn't my favorite look of the night. And it certainly wasn't my favorite look of hers. I do applaud though, that she wore, it was a Ralph Lauren design and there were a handful of people um, that were American designers, 
even though there were a lot of other, you know, European designers and Italian designers, and you know, I guess Europe is in, or at least in Europe, but um, you know what I'm saying? Like there was a lot of other people represented as far as design goes. So I did think it was um, cool that they gave a nod to, you know, Ralph Lauren as an American designer. And also Sean Mendez, he was in a Western look and he was wearing um, Michael Kors collection. So again, another American designer, but his look was also not one of my favorites. No. No, it's like a bad night in Vegas. I mean, That's a double belt? Like. like who double belt? The two belts with the dice necklace and his open shirt. And I've already said this before. He looks like a weird American girl doll with cut hair, with short hair. I'm telling you, it was creepy. I didn't like it. And the yeah. way that, and I love Camila Cabello. Is that who's with? Camila Cabello, yeah. Camila Cabello. I, I, I like her a lot. And I love her new song, so it's a total jam. But she didn't look, <laughs> I hated her look too. I was like, this is not good. Like who did yeah. this? She needed it to was, go to her Cinderella. Have you seen the new Cinderella with her in it? No. I the Dan and the girls watched it last weekend and they're like, mom, you're going to love it. You have to watch it. And I haven't seen it yet, but I was like, oh man, that looks I'll great. I'll definitely have to watch that. But I will tell I, you so many. Oh, sorry. I'm a big fan of her. It's just the yeah. purple eyeshadow. If you guys didn't check it out, I'm, I did post on our, our, uh, our stories, but the, the, the purple eyeshadow with like, it looked like Atlantic city. Did it not? It did. And you know what? I, maybe we should ask our House of Color friends, Miss Megan, about this. Um, it, do you think that was in her color family? Because I, I don't do think not. that that was her color purple. Like if she That's wanted harsh. to go with purple, I just don't think that was the shade for her. So Mm-mm. I don't know what, you know, what season she is, but that purple was not in her, you know, her House of Color color palette. <laughs> I had a, I had a, they're probably the one that I had one of the biggest problems with, <laughs> like okay. besides Justin Bieber. And I will touch on that for a second. I don't understand. I went through the archives a little bit to, to um, understand Justin Bieber's look through the years at the Met Gala. Okay. He has always worn baggy stuff. Yes. Oversized but, but stuff. This year he wore Drew House, which is his clothing label so like for oh. him to create the look that he actually wore at the Met I think was a bigger encompassing role in the outfit not so much the actual outfit itself well I said it before he looked like Diane Keaton he looked terrible <laughs> but his wife <laughs> Haley Weaver was banging I mean I didn't when does she love, not when does I she know. not look at again but I also think like sometimes she's got to dumb it down for Justin do you know what I mean like when you're like the the hotter one of the two you're like okay let me put on my sunnies like <laughs> um, 100% that's why she put on yeah that is why she put on the sunglasses she had to she's like babe I'm gonna I'm gonna steal a show let me put on my sunnies I can't I mean she's just flawless and she speaking is. of flawless I okay I've touched on two things one the night before the Met Gala was the VMAs Yes. I didn't watch one. I didn't, I didn't watch one second of it. I just like to see what people wore. That's it. Megan Fox was on, it was on the red carpet the night before. I don't understand how a human can look like this, but she does. And she looks flawless and it's amazing. I'm obsessed. And she is, she rocked like that wet hair look that everyone looks tragic in. There's, I've never seen one person who looks good with wet, that wet hair look. The she only other it. person that rocks it that I absolutely die when they do is Z- uh, Zendaya. But that's oh. another, I'm like, how does it feel to be God's favorite? Cause I'd like to know. <laughs> <laughs> but all the rest of us look like drowned rats and right. we need to be just blown, I mean, just blown out. Like it's, it's not away. a good look. Don't, don't do it again. <laughs> Stop scrunching. Stop. Right. But she, but she looked flawless. I, I was obsessed. Then to turn flawless. around and wear this amazing red dress with these very clip-on bangs. Uh, they were clip on bangs. Oh, were they? I, I couldn't understand what that was. Yeah, she wore clip-on bangs, 
which you can buy from Amazon, by the way. I have looked them up. <laughs> oh, shut up. You would. You would. I'm always I... curious. I'm like, could I pull off a, a Big Bang? I'm like, no, I can't. But sorry. Oh, I, th- I think you could. I, I think there's a lot with your face that you, you can't go wrong with, but a scrunching your hair is one, but the rest, so I feel like you, <laughs> um, but I will say like, it was just, just crazy to see her the night before. And then her completely transform her look into this stunning red number with the strategic cutouts. Her body looked great, but she looked a completely different person. I'm like, really who is. are you? Who are you? <laughs> and she, I mean, she she nailed it both times. It's nailed like it sometimes times. you can try one side and then, you know, and you know, like the opposite end look and you're like, mm, you fell flat. She did not. Like J-Lo. She did not. Like J-Lo. J-Lo, did, yes. J-Lo didn't J-Lo pull it off. Didn't pull Megan it off. Megan Fox did. Yeah. You know who else pulled it off for me who I loved this dress, but she also is all, always my red carpet number one is Lapita. Like, you love Lapita. I, I, it's all, she's always going to take my breath away. I get her style. I, I just get her and I love her so much. Um, I loved that denim gown. It was Versace's finest moment in denim. I am convinced. Um, you know I what mean, it did? It, it added gorgeous. so much drama, but it didn't like overpower her. Yes. It, it, that's the thing. Like, you know, it is the, 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 the relationship happens when you wear the clothes, the clothes don't wear you. And like JLo's outfit wore her. She did not wear that outfit. Lupita mm-hmm. commanded the stage in that, in that gown. And I'm like, it. that's hard to do in a denim dress. You're like, how, how is this possible? But you're like, let me show you how I can do it. <laughs> it was stunning. Um, I would love, I mean, there were no rough. I mean, this is, there must've been tons of rough drafts with this because to nail it like this, it was, re- I love the drama at the bottom. The lines were perfect. Um, I have, we're going to post this on because I didn't oh, post yeah. this one on IG. Um, so probably one of my favorites as well. Love Hands it. Down. Yeah. Another person who I loved, um, but for, she looked like an angel coming off of, you know, a runway, but Billie Eilish in that Oscar de la Renta gown is, I can close my eyes and see it now. And it's the looks that she is serving up in this that I'm like, how are we so lucky to live in a time where you are gracing our presence? Like, I just think she is, she was giving us all those Marilyn Monroe vibes. I don't understand how your skin and the color of a dress can be the exact same color. And yet you look amazing. That is I mean, amazing. In most people, this dress would have washed them out. Look like they had bags under their eyes. I was trying to find a joke about this dress and I couldn't. You so I'm like, when I was, when you can't find something to poke fun at, then you know, you nailed it. Like, it's because perfection. You right. Like she scored, she scored and all the points. There's a bigger point to this, uh, to this dress that I absolutely adored because I don't know if you know this, but, um, Billie Eilish was one of the co-chairs this year of the Met Gala. And she told Oscar de la Renta sh- and she was like, I will wear your dress, but you've got to stop using fur. And they said, okay, we'll Forever? stop using fur. Yes. Forever. Forever. Done. Damn. Look at that. I mean, making a statement outside of the dress. I love that so much. That's kind of crazy. Like yeah. forever, forever. That's a long time. That's a long time. And you know what they should though. Like there's, there's so, so many, many options. You know, synthetic fibers that can do just the same job as like a real fur. Like what's the point? Like you don't That's need to no use point. real fur like ever. So just. Ain't don't. nobody know either. Right. Nobody knows. Nobody's going to know <laughs> who's going to know. Um, and another co-chair of the Met Gala was Naomi Osaka, the um, 
tennis player. She was in Louis Vuitton um, and she was celebrating her Japanese American heritage in a gorgeous custom dress. Um, it had koi fish like swimming on the dress and she had um, very traditional like kabuki makeup and like her hair was in a very traditional Japanese style. I loved this look. I don't think I that, like, you know, I think some people were like, it might've been too much, but I love that. She was like, no, let me be me. This is my interpretation of my America and I'm, I'm going to go for it. So I, well, when I think you have a heritage. I think you have that right. And I really do. And I think that you can honestly give your interpretation and how it means to you. And you can have your own flair. Um, I absolutely loved her shoes. Yes. I thought the shoes tied it all together. And normally I'm not like, I always don't think a shoe pulls it together, but I do in this look because it was the perfect amount of like drama, but like still homage to what she was trying to do. It was, it was great. Yeah. So have it like that, that heavy square um, toe is great. I saw a lot of that heavy square toe with that, like thick platform a lot on the, the red carpet this time. Um, but another person who was showing their heritage and absolutely creating the most buzz and for all the good reasons was a beautiful model by the name of Quana. I'm going to, I think it's Quana. Quana chasing horse. Yeah. And she is, um, a indigenous model and activist um, who came to the Met Gala and showed her Indian heritage in the most stunning way. I mean, I can't look at any of these pictures and not be simply captivated by how beautiful she is. And like, she is just owning every, every piece of who she is as a human. And I'm like, please take up more space on this planet because you deserve it. And you are absolutely stunning. Well, you know, I think that down to the jewelry, the makeup, the tears, there that was was very poignant. Um, even down to the middle part, and it's been, you know, it, I think that it was a flawless look. I thought too that just her delivery, like she's owning, like you just said, owning the moment, but she didn't break character. Yes, like it was a stone cold look at the camera every single time. There was no smile. There was no glory. There was no like, oh my god, I'm so here, I'm here. No. No, it's, she understood the assignment and she gets an A plus. A plus. A plus. plus. Um, there were actually quite a few people doing double duty on the red carpet at the Met Gala. They were um, bringing awareness to things and there were, you know, some activists. I'm going to cross pollinate my worlds at the moment. But one of my favorite Formula One drivers, Mr. Lewis Hamilton, um, was attending the Met Gala right after his race in Italy, might I say. Um and he did a really cool thing. He bought a table and he invited up and coming black creators to join him. So there were, um, I'm going to pull up a quick article on this because I want to give credit to these designers. Um, the, uh, let's see, he paid for three designers and these tickets are 30 grand each. Mm-hmm. Okay. So like these tables are $300,000. Yeah. This is a lot. What's this one table? That's just one table. So there were three designers, um, Theophilio. Kenneth Nicholson and Jason Rambert um, to sit at a table with him and then other in- innovators in the black community that he invited to sit with them. Um, Zendaya, Stylus, Law Roach, um, Alton Mason, Kah- Kalani, and then athletes, Miles Shamley Watson and Shashari Richardson. Looking at these pictures of this just one impeccably dressed group of people and then two, knowing that they're there with like they wouldn't have been, they wouldn't have had the opportunity to come if somebody didn't take them and say, listen, 
you need to be celebrated. You need to be here. You have every right to be here. You're just not paid what you're worth. And mm-hmm. I want to help you get in front of more people. And I think, you know, one, I love Lewis because he's such a great activist, but two, I love what he's doing. Cause he's like, he's the only black racer in formula one. So he's like, I know what it's like to be the, you know, the only one here and you deserve to be here just like everybody else. So let's go. And I was well, like, hats off to him. I mean, pulling that double duty. And it takes a lot too, because I think that when you're a part of that community and you're asked to be a part of something and then you have to show up, it's really hard because people won't always agree with how you show up. And, exactly. Um, and but it's, yeah, you know, it's like owning your space and being like, you deserve to be here just like everybody else. You got to start acting like it. So it's like, hell yeah. Um, I love this look too. It looks <laughs> super polished, but with a little bit of flair, I, that long lace number all the mm-hmm. way down. I was like, okay. On that one okay. side, I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and- it just had a little bit of drama. And it's hard to be a guy doing this, I think. I think yeah. it's really, because it's like, you can you can go too over the top and then it doesn't hit. And, but just the right amount sometimes is just, oh, just oh, perfect. Chef's kiss. Pure, I know, it's great. Pure perfection. And then we had quite a few, um, oops, sorry, um, activists who were, you know, trying to give a voice to the LBGTQ plus community. And I loved these looks. I don't know about you. I mean, some weren't my favorite, but like the meanings behind them, I was yeah. like, yes. Okay. This is great. So who, who were some of your faves? Well, hands down, because I want to come back as Ben Platt in my next life. Um, <laughs> like, I, I just think he's amazing. Uh, you cannot get in the car with, with me and drive anytime during the day. I love listening to Ben Platt. I listen to him all the time. Um, so I thought his look, um, uh, with basically paying respects to like the studio 54 era. Um, but also it was an American designer. Let me read a little bit too. Um, um, he walked the red carpet, very American denim on, it was a denim, denim on denim outfit created by a queer designer, Christian Kawan. I guess that's how you say it. And it was meant to res- represent the gay cowboy dream with notes of Studio 54 from the famous 70s club. So I was obsessed with this look. I thought he did. I think he rocked it. And I, there's not much that he can do. And I just don't love. So I agree. I, I love agree. I love him. And he I love the scruff. I love the scruff. He's kept he's it. So he's cute. kept it since um, quarantine. I'm, I'm here for it. I love Dan Levy. I He can do no wrong in my mind, too. Agreed. He's so purposeful and intentional with everything that he does. I posted, or we posted a caption on um, CZL earlier this week about what his men, and it was a lexicon basically of the gay community. And I thought it was beautifully done. So, um, and also very heavy looking, it looks heavy. Yeah, I agree. That was, um, that was one of my favorites too. I was, I, I loved it, but I think it also takes the right person to, to be able to pull that off. And I, again, who, who better do that than, than our boy, Dan? I think he did great. Megan um, Rackenau was, was great. Um I mean, again, like she just owns it. I mean, I just, she does. I'm, I'm always it. a big fan. Someone else who owned it, who um, I was actually excited to see her, but surprised to see her was Nikki DeJagger. And I don't know if you follow her or not, but she has um, a, a makeup page called Nikki Tutorials. Like if you saw her, you'd be like, oh, I know that. I know you've seen her. Like it's one of those like, oh, I didn't know that was her. Um, but she um she had a, that blue dress that had all like the floral on it. Um, oh yeah. Uh, and then it was to pay tribute. Um, there was somebody that she was paying to, Oh, rights icon, Marsha Johnson. That's who it was. Um, so I, I loved her look. I thought she looked absolutely stunning and I thought she just looked like she deserved to be there. I mean, cause I know that, that mm-hmm. they're like Timothy Chalet, um, 
Naomi Osaka, Billie Eilish, and there's one more um, that were co-chairs this year. So uh, I kept hearing like, there just seems to be so many young influencers, you know, out on this Met Gala, like, do they deserve to be here? But it was, I thought it was like just the right mix of young and then old, older, or like, I'm going to say like established veterans of the Met Gala who it's like, I'm going to escort this new generation with me alongside to be like, there's more room at the table, guys, we can all be here. And I loved that. I mean, I just, I just felt like I liked seeing, I mean, even people that are like, I had to Google and I was like, I don't know who that is, but you know what? I'm glad you're here because obviously mm-hmm. that means that, you know, you've, you've earned the right, you've, you've done things in your community that need to be celebrated. And I do love that. Um, as I, I, I did not know who that person was, um, but okay. I hope to learn more too. And I, I totally agree with you. I think that that, that does just influence us because we are not of that Gen Z generation. So it just makes us have more education and we shouldn't just block out a generation that we're not a part of because they're doing great things. Um, They're not all just eating Tide Pods and getting high. I mean, they're doing great things. They're really activists. They speak up for what they believe in and um, we all need more of that. I did think as I scrolled through the links, um, I scrolled right over Elliot Page. I, and it didn't click. I, and I was like, oh, okay. I, I, Cause I've misplaced that in my brain. They came out early this year um, as transgender. So I was like that, or I'm going to mess that up. Yes. Who came out <laughs> transgender um, in 2020. So I think that's great. I love that they came out and were in the beautiful suit, but the green flower was paying homage to Oscar Wilde, mm-hmm. which I believe, yes, Oscar Wilde who was imprisoned for homosexuality in 19, in 1895. Yeah. And so, so he would pass cool. along the green carnation to other gay people and they would wear that. And that was like, nobody knew it. Like you, if you know, you know, kind of thing, like they weren't out really telling people that that's what the gray carnation meant, but like, that's what it meant. So I thought that was really cool that that was, um, you know, he was brave enough to not brave enough, but like that he did that. I was like, that's so awesome. I love that. Oh, Are there- yeah. So the, the flower soon became a secret, subtle hint that you were a man who loved another man. Yeah. I thought that was really that's sweet. beautiful. That is actually beautiful. So it was a great week. I thought it's really fun to see, um, one people getting back out into the world and we are doing these kind of things and it does make everything seem very human. And, and I'm just, I'm very excited about that point in life. So I was, I was happy. I was, I was, happy. Too. I was so happy. Yay. I know I throw a little bit of shade sometimes, but it's funny. Like, and honestly, if I wore a gown and someone kind of roasted me, I'd be like, good one. That's, you know yeah. what? I kind of look like, I don't know, a pot roast. I I, I would totally get down with it. I'll be like, yeah, you know, sometimes you're going to get roasted. Sometimes you're not. And you got to be there for it. You know, there's, there's a look that went down that runway that I was like, she don't give a fuck because she is comfy AF. And that is Rihanna. She came in a black quilt, like a she snuggie. Did. And she's she like, I don't did. care. And her, her boyfriend, like, same. He came in a quilt. It was expensive snuggie. That's all it was. This they came home, They were Netflix and chilling. They're like, we got to go. And then okay. they're like, oh, shit, we got to go. And it's like, oh, mm-hmm. my man. Mm-hmm. My man. Yeah. <laughs> Totes. And I was like, I was like, you do you. But you then- put on a headdress or headpiece and rock also, it. Also, what is it like to be Rihanna that you can show up in a black quilt and people be like oh god she's gorgeous like she's a fucking billionaire that's why and she a billionaire she's, she owning, it. she's owning where she's at and she can show up in a black quilt if she wants to because she rihanna mm-hmm. go back girl we, we, we love you. 
and I love ASAP Rocky. So go, know, go great. do your thing. So great. So Actually, they're really happy. I've never really commented on that relationship, and I feel like we need to comment. I mean, they look super happy. They do. That is the new Jay Z and Beyonce in my mind. That is. That's they a couple look, goals right there. I love them. They do. They look super happy. I think they look like they're honestly best friends. That they really love being around each other. It's not like a forced couple. Them like. Should we discuss the Ben Affleck and Jennifer J Lo um, red carpet? Like when they came out in the white, she came out in the white dress. Did we do that already or no? I don't think we did. Did we not? Because that was early this week. It was, no, it was last weekend because Met Gala was on Monday. So they were in um, Venice oh, yeah, that's right. over the weekend. Yeah. But we didn't touch on, I, I, I think I we did. Okay. But go ahead. Well, we can. Because it was the 18th anniversary of the day they were supposed to get married. Mm. That they made that appearance. What was even more funny for me was like seeing the behind the scenes shots and like no one gave a shit about Matt Damon and his wife. <laughs> and, and, and they I didn't was, even know he was there. I know. I didn't either until I saw the behind the scenes shots and I was like, that's funny, but I feel it. But the way that they both worked that red carpet, I was kind of amazed. I, was I like, mean, let's just also give it up to Ben because like, he was smoking cigs in the back alley with a Dunkin' Donut about eight months ago. And now he's looking the best he has ever looked in his life, standing next to JLo on a red carpet in Venice. Like, do you think like she has on like on a vitamin routine as a yes, personal trainer showing up? She's got he's that vitamin bag hooked up and he's, she's like, you cannot get out of the house until those black circles are gone. Okay. Sit on down, give me the cigarettes, get your juice and stay put. I yeah. think she's got him on like strict lockdown. I'm, I'm not even kidding. Like, I think that she's like, I'm going to give you staff. It's been staff. And all they are to do is to get you looking back like you got a pulse. Wow. And look at him now. I'm, I'm seriously, it's not a joke. I really think this exists. I do agree with you. 100% it's exactly. Yes. She and like, he's, <laughs> and honestly, he's been on the wild so long. He's like, I need this. Bring me in. He leaned in. <laughs> hey, I'm me, not- you <laughs> No pushback. Leaning all in. Put a saddle on me. I'm too wild. I'm done being wild. I think he's seriously, he does not care. I think 10 years ago, would have cared. Now he's like, I've already seen the things. I'm good. Give me my vitamins. I got this. Put me in bed. Tuck me in at night. I'm good. <laughs> Wherever you want me to go, I'll go. It's fine. It's fine. Oh, God. I love it so much. I mean, I totally, I totally agree with it. I just thought they looked amazing. I thought that um, Jayla looked flawless. She was wearing white. Which I'm like, and, and see, this is another bitch that does things. She's always calculating. Yes. There's there's not a flaw in that look. I mean, that dress is just perfection. I mean, who would do a deep, embellished, like, plunging neckline like that with a white gown? J-Lo. J-Lo would. Mm-hmm. J-Lo could. J-Lo can. And she did. And it, what do you say other than, like, Damn. I would already had one spray tan, lipstick, or spilt something on me. By the time I got out of the goddamn thing. For sure. Yeah. For sure. I mean, you know, she's like been, in a bubble. You aren't even like you're only allowed to get into the car and you know she had him sit on a towel and she's like, Don't touch me. Don't do anything. I can see him. <laughs> yeah. He had to drive with his hands up like he had to ride with his hands up in the air like this. Like he's like, Don't touch where are your hands? Let me see your hands. <laughs> Like whenever I, whatever, before I go out, whenever my kids, when I hug me, I step back, like, let me see your hands. Mm-hmm. They're like, okay, okay. Now you can hug me. I know. I know. 
I've know, walked out with peanut butter and gr- chocolate and shit all over me before. I'm like, damn it. And it's always in white. It never fails. Never fails. Never, never fails. Do we have a question to close out the week? Um, I don't, but I can think of one real quick if you need one. Do you have any? Because um, our banana controversy last week was stirring. We, we talked about bananas a lot longer than anticipated. I'm so, I'm sorry in advance. I'm sorry post. I'm post sorry. I'm post post sorry. <laughs> You're post banana sorry. Yeah, I get it. Um, I'm gonna think of one. Hold on. Okay. Oh, oh, I got it. I got it. Okay, I got it. Okay. I got a good one. I got it. What if you had a pickup line today? What would it be? Do you live with your parents? <laughs> <laughs> That's Brittany again. That's what it would be. <laughs> What's your credit score? <laughs> are you above 70, 700? What's up? And if you are my age and you're like, well, I'm going through a transitional time, I'm going to be like, cool. Call me when you, uh, when you send that paper, when you, when you call me when you got that Addie, that's mm-hmm. not with your parents. Right. <laughs> you Addie's with your mommy. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to pass. Yeah. That's pretty funny. Yeah. What about yours? I would probably be like, what's your Instagram handle? So I make sure you're not a psycho because you know, <laughs> like. If you're posting food pics and cat videos, I'm like, mm, I don't know, you know? That's true. That's true. Or, or if it's just you and a bunch of fishing trips holding up a fish that I don't care about. Like, I have an issue about men that do this. And I'm not, it's not against fishing, but do you know no one cares, right? Right. So I'm just saying. Yeah. No, I get you. I'm, I'm not, I wouldn't have much to bring in that conversation. I'd be like, did you use gummy worms? They're like, the real deal. And then that would be it. That would be all I could take. Cause I got, like, would you I take a picture nothing. with a bear yeah. or would you hold up a beaver? I, I just think it's like so weird that it's like fish is the one that like, I got this big bass. This is it. <laughs> this yep. is it. <laughs> okay. Sorry. We got to wrap it up. Oh, I love it. I love if it. you're still here, thank you for being here. I'm... This was an extra long one today, but they, we just had so much to say. Oh shit. It's so much it's to say. Like a, it I is know, a long I one. I know it was a long one. This is a two-parter. <laughs> It's not, but you can make it a two-parter. Listen all weekend. Take the whole weekend. Enjoy. Yeah, you yeah. Guys. It's been Check fun. out our other episodes. The one we released earlier this week, Megan. It was an amazing episode. Gosh, y'all are really liking it. So keep downloading that one. Don't forget to you know check back with all of our other episodes. Just put it in the search bar and that's how they all pop up. It's really super simple. Perfect. I know. Thanks for being here though, guys. All right. See you next week. Thanks for sharing your time with us. Help keep the CZL momentum going by rating our podcast and writing a review. If you love what you heard in today's episode, snap a screenshot and post it to your Instagram stories. Don't forget to tag us.